0: super talk mississippi media production what if everyone was turning their head to look at you with a brand new flow master exhaust system from exhaust pro in macomb on georgia avenue cruise in style with exhaust pro of macomb on georgia avenue welcome in everybody to the rebel report i'm michael borky after the baseball team won a series yeah hug your kids uh, the, the world is ending. Ole Miss baseball won an SEC series at home. Also, been a while since we've been able to say that. But no, it is uh baseball recap day. We'll, we'll talk about the Georgia series. Ole Miss finally gets an SEC series win. What it means at the moment, not much. But still, uh, we will talk about it. And it's good just to see the guys get one. And, and we'll get into that more here in a little bit. So that's what we're recapping today, Ole Miss baseball over Georgia winning their first conference series of the season. And I record this on May 1st. Um, Not ideal, but we'll talk about that. Also something to keep an eye on, something that I'm really keeping a close eye on the transfer portal window is officially closed. That happened yesterday. I believe now, apparently it's going to take schools uh, up to two days to like formally get the player into the transfer portal. So, um, If a player hasn't entered or you haven't seen a formal announcement, it does not mean that they have not done it. It just means that the school hasn't processed it yet. Apparently, by end of day tomorrow, uh, we will know uh, who is in the portal, who's not in the portal. And, of course, that doesn't mean they have to pick their destination by today or tomorrow. It just means that they had to be in the portal to be eligible this fall by today or tomorrow. Obviously, looking really closely at quarterbacks for Ole Miss, I mean, I haven't heard anything other than it sounds like they're going to keep all three of them, which is an interesting offseason conversation that we're going to have time and time and time again uh, leading up to the start against Mercer. So something to keep an eye on. Maybe we see Dart. Maybe we see Sanders. I have not seen or heard anybody uh, say that either one is going to go in. So maybe they don't, but that's something to keep an eye on. Also uh, worth looking into. The The portal tracker on three does a really good job with that. Uh, seeing who Ole Miss should go after on the defensive side of the ball. They had a, a visitor this weekend. They're working on getting more. They need a lot of help, a lot of depth there uh, on defense via the transfer portal. So when you see headlines that say the window is closed, uh, that is accurate. But it does not mean that uh, the players have had to pick their destinations. And if by Tuesday afternoon nobody has uh, picked Ole Miss, that does not mean at all that uh, Ole Miss is not getting anybody. Now, uh, just uh, a, a semantics deal, just to uh, to keep in mind there. So, anyway, watching that very very closely. But today we're talking about baseball again. My name is Michael Borke. Follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at Michael Borky, Borkey B O R K E Y. And of course, wherever you're listening uh, to this podcast, I appreciate you. But if you're listening on the website, don't do that. Search Rebel Report wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe. And if you like what you hear, leave a rating and a review. So Ole Miss got a series win. And, and despite me seeing a very, very tiny amount of people doing the don't let the Rebs get hot thing, I would strongly encourage you not to do that uh, until they at least win more than one conference series. It's May 1st. They've won one SEC series. Uh, what are they, 5-16 and 16 in the league Um don't do the don't let the Rebs get the hot thing right now. If they sweep next weekend, well, then, you know, maybe something's happening there. But when you look at their RPI and obviously the conference record, which, again, is 5-16, and 16, uh, it's going to take a minor miracle uh, for them to make the postseason. I mean, at worst, they got to go 8-1 and one because of the RPI and probably have to make a run in Hoover. Again, because of that RPI, it's not good uh, at all. But that being said, pushing that aside, because, again, it's just a very small amount of people that, that really just don't need to be doing that right now, win more than one series first. Anyway, I imagine, though, as a fan, because I heard from some of you, and for the team, there was some therapy involved in that series win. They have been close too many times this season. They have shot themselves in the foot too many times this season. And finally, on April 30th, they got their first series win. Uh, some therapy, I imagine. It, it was good to just see them win one, and I imagine it was really good for them to to just feel what that's like again, just to win a series, especially in conference play. You know, and maybe the way they won it's going to just kind of loosen them up a little bit and, and just allow them to relax. It, you know, uh, the season up to this point has been a disaster, both in results and also. Uh, injuries as well. It has not gone well, obviously. I'm not telling you anything you don't already know. It's been a terrible season up until this point. They've got a few more weeks to prove themselves and, and maybe change that narrative, but it's it's been a disaster. It's been a disaster, though, that uh, has one, to me, striking positive. And I think we talked about this at the end of last week. I know we talked about it on the radio show. Despite the conference record and, and all that stuff and the high ERA and things like that, and, and the, the volume of players leaving out of uh, this lineup, one thing's for sure, starting pitching going into 2024 is going to be a strength for oldness. It is absolutely going to be a strength for Ole Miss going into 20, uh, 2024. You know, you've seen young pitchers grow up. Sonia was really, really good. JT Quinn's better now than he was at the beginning of the season, I think. Uh, Rivas has now acclimated well. Still not really going deep into ball games, but, I mean, four complete and two runs on a Friday night in the SEC is, you know, it's, it's not going to be a preseason All-American type performance, but – it, it, he's gotten better uh, as the season's gone on. You're getting better starts from him. If Hunter Elliott comes back healthy next year, you suddenly should feel really, really good about what you've got coming back on um, on the mound as a starter or as a group of starters next year. So all the talking points is going to be about, understandably so, who left the team, the lineup being gone, Alderman, Gonzalez, all these guys being gone. It does feel like your young pitchers have grown up, at least the starters. And again, if Elliott's back healthy, that should be a big-time strength and something to lean on going into 2024 for Ole Miss is starting pitching. Um, that's that's one r- positive thing that you can take away from an otherwise disastrous season up until this point, that starting pitching has grown up. It is better. And I know Quinn got uh, roughed up a little bit on saturday but i think you guys see what i see there's a ton of talent and potential there they have gotten better that is one uh very obvious thing uh, to take away from this season at least i think it is as that starting pitching is getting better and they did get a series win Th- that is a positive thing that they go to columbia it's not a difficult place to play it's not a very good team maybe they can end this season with a little bit of momentum and uh, get get people back excited about the future of the program again because the last few weeks have have done nothing of the sort. So we'll look at uh, some of the games coming up. But first, I want to remind you that the podcast is brought to you by Advantage Business Systems, absms.com. absms.com is the website if you or your business are located anywhere in Mississippi and you are in the market for office technology. Anything technology in the office and you need it, check them out, absms.com. Tell them I sent you, you'll get a complimentary office technology assessment. You tell them what you need, what your budget is. They will find a solution for you on me. The podcast is also brought to you by uh, Priority One Bank. Let them make you their priority. 16 locations scattered across the state of Mississippi. They, uh, of course, have online banking, like all the banks do, but theirs is a one-stop shop. All you need is that internet connection, of course, and uh, you don't need... Three or four apps to do everything. It's not just checking balances. It's setting alerts. It's bill pay services. It's fund transfers. Fund transfers, not fund transfer. Although, I mean, you know, I guess you can have fun online banking as well. Uh, But it's a one-stop shop with Priority One Bank's online banking. They also have uh, local loan servicing and decision making. So you don't need to get on Zoom to talk to the person that is controlling your loan. Priority One Bank, making you their priority. So, Friday night, they get a win. Again, probably some therapy involved in that uh, as well, especially when um, Chatagnier had a home run. He's been really, 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 really struggling. And, and to see him get, uh what, he had three hits on the weekend, right? I think that's the total. Let me make sure. No, he had four hits on the weekend, which uh is... It's a great weekend, comparatively speaking, for for what he's put out there this season. But but to get a win on a Friday night and, and to have him hit a home run—I keep using that word therapy—and and that was probably that probably felt really good for him to round those bases uh, with a finger up, not the middle finger. This isn't Tennessee with a finger up pointing to the student section after they threw their beer up in the air. Uh, that probably felt really really good for a, a guy that's done nothing but represent the, the school and the program really, really well, just has not been able to, to hit at all, really has not been able to hit at all, and uh, was able to do that there, which uh, which was nice to see. Also, Furnace, uh, speaking of uh, other things that that you can look forward to as a fan going into next year, um Furnace and, and Utermark are a couple of guys that are going to be in that lineup in some capacity next year. That you should be really excited about when they become everyday guys uh, for for sure. I really like uh, what they've started doing lately. And anyway, but the the story I think was pitching uh, Rivas, again, like I mentioned before, only four complete, but he's getting better. He is absolutely getting better um locating a little bit better although the the walk numbers are still a little high but he is very clearly very clearly getting better um good to see Braden Jones healthy there was a concern there Jack Doherty in the role that he's supposed to be in at least in the first game this weekend looked really good five strikeouts and just two complete uh, that's where he always was supposed to be and, and that's where he flourishes so Ole Miss gets that that big time win for the series anyway. In game one, turn around, just get beat on the second day. Uh, timely hitting for Georgia. They had seven runs on seven hits, so, so they were timed up well. Uh, Quinn got knocked around a little bit, and, and you know that happens. That's okay. Just kind of is what it is. Takoyan is another one of those young pitchers that uh, you, you can look at next year and rely on, but Riley Maddox was the story. Now, he did give up a run, but Riley Maddox uh, coming back uh, was was nice to see. Uh, getting him back and and playing and, and being healthy again, which um another thing that uh, going into next season you should be excited about. It's a little too late this year, but but seeing him on the mound again for Ole Miss was, uh, was a nice sight to see. So lose game two, it happens. It's SEC baseball. You're going to lose some games sometimes. So Ole Miss did not get the timely hits in the same way that Georgia did. But then game three happens, and and it had to be dramatic. You you had to let that – you had to let the game get tied up in the ninth. Jack Doherty gave up five runs uh, in in the last two winnings. It it kind of felt like just another one of those weekends for Ole Miss, and then you got some heroics. Thanks to T.J. McCanns, another guy that's really, really struggled. He got the hit, and and it turned around, and – Scored you to Mark, who got hurt on the play, but it looks like, uh it sounds like anyway, he's going to end up being okay. But seeing that happen, that they, they get a lead, a, a rather significant lead, and, and they blow it, and then they don't, and they walk off a winner, and they get to meet McCants out on the field and run around and take their shirts off or whatever the heck you do after you hit a walk-off. And for the first time this season in conference play, you walk away a winner on the weekend. That was that was nice to see, a team that had been through it. A lot of it is their own doing. Some of it is is injury and luck related. But it was good to see them get that win, and it was good to see McCancy. I mean, you guys know his story by now, uh, But but to get a hit in that moment after he has really, really, really struggled this year as well, the bottom of that lineup has been a disaster, and it wasn't this weekend. Um, And then Sonnier, another young pitcher, was uh, special, only gave up two hits and one run, struck out six and six complete, Uh, was really efficient in those six complete, only 77 pitches in those six innings. He was excellent uh, against Georgia this weekend. So Ole Miss wins a series that's about all it means right now. You know, I mean, I guess we could talk about what it takes to get to Hoover, but uh, let's see them win another series first before we start doing that kind of stuff and postseason implications. I'm just I'm not going to overinflate the results of one weekend uh, when it was their first series win as we're having that conversation on May 1st. So, hey, if they get it done this weekend, then we'll start talking about that. In the meantime, it's just good to see them get one. When they've had too many chances that they did not capitalize on, but they did get one, so that's uh, that's always good. Uh, always good to see. So, thank you guys so much for tuning in, and I'll talk to you again on the next one. A Super Talk Mississippi ah! Media Production.